Okay, so welcome to the first episode of the Angles podcast. That's the working title at the moment anyway. Um, my name's Joe. Uh, I'll be your host for this, this episode and hopefully all future episodes. Joining me today is my good friend Daisy. Hello. Um, Daisy is a colleague of mine and uh, a very stylish young lady, um, which is kind of apt really because today we're going to be talking about style. Um, I suppose a good introduction really would be, could you talk the listeners through what you're wearing today for us? Um, I'm I'm a bit scruffy today actually. Uh, make but... sure you're talking into the microphone as well. Just, yeah, there you go. That's good. Like that? Yeah, it's all good. Uh, I'm a bit scruffy today. I've got... Um... That's not into the microphone, is it? What do you mean? You're talking like... Into oh, just like that. Yeah, yeah, just towards okay, it. Okay, yeah. I've got it. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I'm trying to look at what I'm wearing though. Um, I'm actually I'm I'm sporting one of my own um ideas. Well, it's not my idea, but it's something that I've um that I've recently started making, which is a mock neck. Um, so you basically just cut um the neck off a top, <laughs> and then you can wear it under like under other other layers. So it makes it look like you're wearing lots of layers, but you're not. So just to clarify a little bit, it's kind of like a roll neck, but chopped yeah. off. To mock yeah. neck. It's kind of like, um, if no, if if they don't know what we're talking about, it's like Steve Jobs used to wear a black mock neck. Oh, I um, didn't know that that wasn't a real neck. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty right. swag. It's pretty swag. Yeah. Well, they make all sorts. Like you can get like a puffer coat hoodie that's actually a mock neck. Uh, I've got... <laughs> I'm wearing a pair of COS jeans that I got in the sale that were about 30 quid. They're like my favourite pair of jeans. Pretty nice, um, sort of like a, a mid-rinse blue is what I'd call it probably. Like I, would, I would say so. Yeah. I'll, I'll, give them, I'll give them stonewash. Um, my jumper is an old blue jumper that's currently covered in dog hair. It's just a, a sweatshirt. Um, and I haven't got them on at the moment because you've got to take your shoes off in this house. But I've got um, a pair of orange canvas Air Force Ones, um, which are... I think are the most comfy shoes that you can that you can wear. You think Air Force is the most comfy? Well, I'd, out of the shoes that I have. Oh, interesting. What would you say is the most comfy? Um, that's a good question. To be fair, um, they're pretty good. They're pretty damn good. They're my favourites. Yeah. Um, and then just a long green. What would you call my coat? Um, I'd say it's sort of like almost like a military uh, style coat like an ma1 inspired it's longish uh it's nice it's green canvas canvas yeah not sort of like a trench coat but without the without the belt without without the trench yeah yeah and just a cancan rucksack which i've only bought today because it fits in at my computer because you're a basic white girl yeah <laughs> um so let's talk about the coat because that's grabbing my attention um let's talk about something actually it's quite interesting so um I was going to say military stuff, but I don't know where I'd be heading with that actually. Well, I guess it's sort of like it's sort of a, the a, the whole efficiency of of fashion because it was all made for purpose, and then how that sort of spiraled spiraled into like the whole industrial and workwear kind of thing. I guess you could link it. You could link it with that, which I think is is like ubiquitous at the moment. Like there's everyone's wearing something that's like utility or, or you know like military jackets that kind of thing. Same with like a trench coat. Yeah. So, um, would you say that like military work, where which which one would you say is like has the biggest influence of all those sort of functional schools of design? Which one has do you feel the biggest influence in like contemporary clothing? I want oh, I want to say that workwear is more you, that you see workwear more, and I think that that's more present in like in your high street shops and stuff. But that backdating it must it's more likely to come from military clothing. It's kind of just weird because, to think about it, isn't it? Yeah, just because that's the that's like uh, that would have been 
what was worn a long, long time ago when people, you know, people would, if you look at military clothing from like the First World War, for example, I guess. But actually, then though, if you look, oh, I don't know. I'm it's weird. Sure. It's that there's definitely like a kind of jumble of a jumble of influences because you've got like jeans is one of the weirdest ones for me because how ubiquitous are like jeans and Levi's. I'm pretty sure were made for miners or like railroad Levi's workers. And then Diesel was was uh, was work was workwear as well and started out as a workwear brand and is now one of the... Wait, so Di- I didn't know that Diesel was that kind of old school... Diesel, yeah. One Diesel of the OG was... brands. Diesel, yeah. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure when what they when they established, but they, um, Diesel, Diesel jeans and Diesel clothes were originally made to be worked in. Did not um, know the that. Same with like, pardon? Did not know that. Same with Carhartt. I guess yeah. Carhartt was um, is a brand now that's like that's. I really like Carhartt. I really I like fucking Carhartt, love Carhartt stuff. Yeah. Um, and that that started out as as work where I guess it's like work in progress, which is their their name. Carhartt Whip. Well, they've got two, haven't they? They've got Carhartt, which is the workwear, and then Carhartt Whip. Carhartt Whip. Which is the, <laughs> the fashion fashion things. Yeah. So there's two there's two websites, and one of them looks like a a workwear clothing website which is really weird because I always end up on it by accident yeah, the I'm other not, one looks like to a to be honest with website. you like, I, although I rate the, the heritage and everything I'm not really I would probably wouldn't wear any of the Carhartt um, workwear stuff really or maybe the overalls if I was into that kind of thing or like like boiler suits yeah if I, you know, I would love to be able to, to pull off a boiler suit but I don't think that I could I feel like you have to have a certain level of clout really to be able to like <laughs> pull off like something like that really I don't have that level of clout I think maybe when we hit sort of like 10k 20k insta followers <laughs> you can start pulling start off start wearing boiler a suit. boiler suit yeah maybe we could do like a, a tag team runway thing yeah boiler boiler suit Boiler suit, or do like a boiler room DJ boiler set room, in a boiler suit. That. Yeah, How about that's that? A good, that's pretty, a great idea. Pretty out there. Um, have you ever been one for dungarees? I again really enjoy a pair of dungarees, but I think if they're worn incorrectly, then they can. It, I think, yeah. I think See, it, I just there's a, there's a small part of me which thinks they're kind of they can they can be cool if worn correctly, but I kind of fucking fucking hate dungarees. Can't lie. I don't hate them. I I really like them. I think they're really cool, especially if you're five. I think they're really cool. <laughs> it is weird when you see like twenty five year old women wearing dungarees, but but then I think it does work sometimes. And like the same with like jump, I guess jumpsuits now. So the whole like workwear boiler suit thing has turned into like this whole, you know, everyone's wearing jumpsuits. Do you reckon you could trace suits. it back to that? Like legit jumpsuits back to like. Maybe I suppose it must be really. Well, I get, well, it's an all-in-one. Yeah. I, I, which you would think was made initially for practicality. Yeah. And as an overall, um, but now that you can buy a very, very lovely jumpsuit, I do like jumpsuits. And I would, just I would make definitely. Sure the mics just pointing just up. A bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has got two. I know, but just. Uh, I, I just, just keep just like, keep watching me because yeah, I will yeah, just. We'll do. I'll, I'll correct. Okay. Um. So jumpsuits. Okay, so let's let's talk about let's let's delve a bit deeper into style because um, one of the reasons I really wanted to get you on this was because you're somebody who understands, as we've discussed, the differences between fashion and style. Yeah. Um, and definitely someone with personal style. Um, what do you see at the moment um, as sort of in terms of we talk, we talked about military. We talked about work. Where we talked about jumpsuits. What do you feel like is influencing uh, your style contempt at, at the moment? Like, what do you feel like are your biggest influences in what you choose to wear every day? I think that 
I asked that question really badly. It but, took you yeah. a while to ask it, but I've, I think I understand what you mean. <laughs> um, I think that I try and wear things that are appropriate, as in, uh, that sounds, that's, I think that might be the, uh, an odd choice of word, but for example, you know, if it's if it's cold, wear a warm coat, and, and maybe sort of, which I think is, it almost doesn't seem like you're trying if you if you just wear things that, for example, that are keep of that good quality. Keep that your mouth, sorry, yeah. Like, I know I'm being a nose, but no, just it's keep fine. It but I just I'm mouth. worried about it. Maybe I should turn my hand round. Yeah, you can do that. Is that a bit easier? Oh, like that. Is that much better? Yeah. yeah okay. Wicked. It. Wicked. Um. So I I generally I you know I'll just I'll, I'll wear things that are either going to keep me warm or keep me cool if it's hot and things like that and then just sort of inco incorporating that which I think is the the kind of style that I like are, are things that you see like street style in places like like Denmark or or well in Scandinavia in general um where and I think that it's almost like the things that they wear have an efficiency and their their clothes are uh, you know they they last for a long time and th that sort of thing and I think that's why I, I try and make investments in with 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 what I wear um so tell me tell me briefly about um so you when did you go to Copenhagen when was that uh october october it was cold yeah but also really sunny so if you were out in the sun it was warm which is quite an awkward it's like my least favorite time We've of year we've kind of got that like, here at the moment haven't we yeah, yeah it's it's a it's a lovely day in birmingham but it's it's if you're standing outside and you're still it's cold and as soon as you start walking you're hot and i hate that because i'd rather either be really hot or really cold because then you can wear enough clothes or not enough clothes yeah and i think that's why that's where um i start sort of struggling with what to wear it can um, be very hard to stay adaptable yeah um but yeah i think i don't i don't really have a sort of like a, a a protocol i'll just i see things that i like and a lot of what i like is stuff that's maybe slightly industrial or workwear i don't i wouldn't really say that i'm very floral or wear very pretty clothes You're definitely not a floral type person, not a floral really, girl no. can i just say by the way protocol what a fucking brilliant word <laughs> absolutely fantastic <laughs> I didn't think I was going to um, be able to fit it in. But no, it's, it's wonderful. It works it work. really well. Um, so what what is it about sort of, I know it's a bit of an umbrella term, but I think it's also not, it's not necessarily void of meaning. Um, what, for Scandinavian style, what is it that sort of draws you to that sort of aesthetic? We've, we've talked about efficiency and stuff, but like when was the first time you think you kind of uh, were drawn to Scandinavian style was it like a was it a brand was it a particular item of clothing was it a I'm person not, I'm not really sure but my, I mean my mum and dad have always I think have, have been quite strong influences in in how I dress I'm not even really consciously just almost like I guess that's the same for everyone like things are environmental and they've always the, the between them have never um would never have purchased anything that that didn't they didn't think was going to last or was of good quality. And a lot of the things that, that they might have purchased or things that, you know, they might, they might use might be, um, might have been made in Scandinavian countries. Like even just things like Marameco and stuff, which my mum, my mum used to. It, uh, Marameco is a, a brand that they make lots of things. Uh, but my mum used to buy tea towels from there. Um, and then I guess even something like Ikea, which it's, which I, I know is a, an odd example, but, its popularity, I think, kind of speaks for itself. I, I don't think it's an odd example. I think IKEA is a pretty good, um, even like the shop layout and everything is quite a good emblem, almost really, for the kind of the Scandinavian uh, vision, I guess, in design. I think the th I think what's 
sort of important and special about their style is that in the same way that the, their way of life, it, it everything just seems to work and function and their systems work and how like even things like their public transport and their schooling systems and stuff like that, it just sort of seems to have this efficiency that, that a lot of places don't. Um, and I think that that is evident in their style and how they dress and things like that. And like, you know, like the their whole sort of way of life really. Um, and it's very simple. And I think that's why I like it because it's easy and you can just wear a grey jumper and a pair of jeans. And if you're wearing the right trainers or the right coat or scarf or something, it doesn't really matter. That's the kind of thing. It, it all like fits together very nicely. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like having to piece together loads of really diff difficult, intricate items that like, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of simple, but then it's really effective. And because the quality of the stuff is really nice, it, it doesn't look like you've just, it looks like you've thrown something on, but in quite a nice way or like it's considered even if it might not have been. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I like about, I don't actually own much stuff from um, Scandinavian brand personally. Um, I don't think I do, but, but I think that a lot of the brands that I that I buy yeah, are influenced yeah, by heavily inspired. that style. But when I think of brands like um, Norse Projects is, is the first one that comes to mind. A lot of their stuff is very simple, like you're saying, just like yeah. a grey sweatshirt or like... Yeah. But it's so nicely made and the quality is so good that you, when you put it on, it looks like, it doesn't look like an H&M jumper. Like, yeah. So many cynical people, people are very cynical about clothes and about style. Um, and obviously there's extremes when people are spending like three grand on a Raph Simmons like fucking cape or whatever. But um, if, you, if, if, you, if you spend a bit more, you're going to get not only the quality, but the fit, the material, all the yep. rest of it. And you can just have like a jeans jumper outfit that looks stand out. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, like when I was when I was a lot younger, obviously with with less money, I'd be buying. I'd I'd see someone look really cool, and I'd be like, they look really cool, uh, and they might have just something like a black jumper on with a with a pair of nice jeans and a pair of trainers, and they might just look cool. And I get and and I'd think, all oh, right, well, so all I need to do is buy a black jumper, a pair of nice jeans, and have a, an all right pair of trainers on. And I'd go into like high street shops and places like H and M and pick out a black jumper and a, a pair of jeans that that were that were cheap and be like, why do I look like that person? Uh -huh. <laughs> and I think it's when you when you realise that even their really simple clothing is made to a really high standard, um, it it makes a real difference. And then things like hair and accessories, I guess, also 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 change how a whole outfit can look. But I think it's when you when you start making investments in your clothes and buying things that are going to last that are of good quality I think that's what makes that's what sort of makes a difference and I think that's what that's why I like Scandinavian fashion because I feel like they they do that they don't sort of take any half measures with what they buy and I think everyone looks sorry about that me? noise that's no, me um I actually really like hang on sorry oh I'm on your phone so it's not even your your phone um I really like actually the um the phrase investing in a piece of clothing. Um because I think so whereas you get people you would get certain people saying, Oh, you're spending let's say a hundred pounds on a jumper when you could get one for H and M fifteen quid. Like not only would that H and M one probably be finished after like four washes, um whereas the other one will last hopefully a few years. Um I think in a way as well, it's it's not only just conceptually kind of the opposite, but it's kind of an antidote to like fast fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And I th I was I was just about to say, like, I guess the, the, the difference is, is you're supporting if you if you're buying from H&M, you're you're supporting 
a company that maybe isn't making their clothes as ethically as another or an independent Definitely company. Not. I feel like I can't really say that because I've got college jeans on. But you know what? We all we all do. We all buy this shit to some degree. Mm. Like I buy my socks. These socks are from Top Man. I um, do buy my socks. Oh, actually, I'll just say. Um, NB, I do buy my socks from Muji, um, which I mean I don't again really know if it's particularly ethical. I but, think Muji's probably all right, but they do make really nice socks. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about Cos, right? Because Cos were one of the um, was one of the first brands really that I think when I, I must have been about seventeen. Um, I know the stuff I was buying from Cos then was terrible. Um, I bought a scoop neck T-shirt. Which is fucking horrible. It's horrendous. But it's one of the first brands really that I looked at after I'd got into sort of Supreme and all the other shit, where it wasn't just hyped and I was kind of buying into their overall aesthetic. Yeah. Um. So like, how how long have you been a fan of, of Cos for? Um. Hmm. I'd say probably a good f- five or six years. Okay. Well, actually, I say I'd say I've probably been buying from Cos. Probably for about five years, mm-hmm. more so in the last couple of years. But that's more just down to means, right, more than anything else. Yeah. Um. I. I. I think. And I think why it's so appealing is because it is a. It is a high street brand and it is affordable. Like they won't charge you fifty quid for a t-shirt. They yeah, make t-shirts accessible. and they charge you twenty quid for them because yeah, that's sure. what that you know they don't they're not. You know, and then the stuff that's made from silk or from wool is more expensive because it costs more to make. And I think the, their pricing is fair. It was one of the first like sort of high street brands that, that was a chain that sort of had that aesthetic. Yeah, I would it took say. that sort of upper echelon sort of um, pro- sort of um, the upper echelon qual- not necessarily quality, but like style, and brought it to more of a high street price point. Yeah. Because again, I think another good com- useful comparison is like Norse projects, and yeah, I feel like this shirt I'm wearing now is from Cos. This was like uh, fifty five pounds. It's I really think. nice. It's like a green brushed cotton, sort of like a turquoise. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's turquoise. I'd say it's khaki. Khaki. Sorry. I'd say it's probably aqua- aquamarine blue. Um, anyway, I think the same thing from Norse projects, and the quality probably would be slightly better. This is good quality, but I think it would be slightly higher. It'd probably cost you at least a hundred. Yeah. So fifty five quid for a shirt, you know, it's not it's not cheap. I wouldn't call it cheap, but I'd say it's reasonable. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's one of those, it, yeah, it's, it's one of those brands that sort of, tr- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It crosses that line almost. It brings two worlds together. I Yeah, I would say it's, ki- it's kind of, it sort of met your average high street brands, top shop, H&M Gap with your more independent and high quality brands and things like Norse Projects and, and, and stuff like that. And I keep going back to Norse Projects. So I feel like we should probably, it'd probably be useful to give some more examples of some of these like Scandinavian brands we're talking about. So your, your coat is... My coat Monkey. is actually from Monkey and Monkey... Monkey make a, a, a quite similar... and they, I think they started on, online as far as I'm aware. I'm not sure because I don't I don't generally do a lot of a lot of research but they make really nice clothes and they are very stylish and also very affordable. Um quite similar to Weekday actually, which is also owned by H&M. Is it? Which is so Weekday, Cos, Arca, all owned by H&M. See, 
that's where you that's where the problem lies. It's such a head fuck though, isn't it? Yeah. Because then it's like, why would you still have H? Well, I guess obviously. <laughs> yeah but but it's all it just seems silly um and and that's why i would always it's it's difficult because it's expensive but why i would always want to encourage people to buy from independent brands and i I do try to as much as possible it it is difficult though because like at the end of the day if they're offering a product that you really like at a price which is more affordable than the others then it's it is hard to say, all right, I'm going to save up for another week to go and buy that thing. It's a bit more yeah. expensive or whatever. Yeah, and I, obviously it's not it's not a luxury that, that everyone... Like, I, I mean, I, I can't afford to buy exclusively independent branded clothing. Like, it, it's not... It's not. It wouldn't be an easy thing to do. No. But then I guess if you were buying... I buy a lot of clothes, and I guess if you were buying less clothes, it, it wouldn't... It wouldn't be so much of a problem because if I were to buy, say I've bought, I have a lot of coats and jackets and I do buy a lot from charity shops. Um, but if if I were buying, maybe if I bought one coat in five years and it cost £500, it would probably end up being the same amount of money that I'd spent on five or ten coats or something like that. You yep. know, it's, So it's almost and it would probably last you as long and you'd get a lot of wear out of it. But then I do like having options. I don't like, I, you know, I want to have the choice of. I think I've got 30 coats and jackets now. Jesus Christ. 30. Yeah. 30. That's yeah, fucking I, need to, I am I am going to um filter out That's my like one so. for every 10 and a bit days of the year. Yeah. One every 12 one for every 12 days. I was working this out with my trousers yesterday cuz I've got about 50 pairs of jeans and trousers. Like 10 pairs of jeans. Zero. So many. I guess to be fair though, the reason I'm so shocked is that, like generally speaking girls do have a greater volume of clothes. Of clothing than boys. Yeah. But it does get to a point where there's too much. There are things that I haven't worn for a year, not because I don't like them, but because I forget about them and because I've got lots of other things to wear. And that isn't a good point to get to because it's almost like you sort of take advantage of your wardrobe. But then also, I find what I found recently, again, I probably have fewer clothes than you, is like I'll dig out, like I was saying to you, these joggers. Like I bought these like three, two, two years ago, maybe three years ago. Um, and I just dug them out of nowhere and they get a kind of a new lease of life do you know yeah i do when you rediscover an old item and the other thing is as well like sometimes which i found cool about these is my style has evolved a lot since i bought them and now i'm kind of like repurposing them. them almost yeah which is nice i like them thank you um i think i think that's actually kind of a nice segue into like how personal style can evolve which i think is pretty cool i think the thing the thing with style is that it's it's almost like a constant that you have with you from however long and from as long as it is that you start deciding what you wear. And even, I guess even, you know, when up to a certain age, you, your style is being sort of chosen by somebody else. I'll talk to my mum for dressing me in fucking bad man clothes for, <laughs> for like six, 15 years of my life. I think I was just dressed head to toe in hand-me-downs and things from charity shops, um, which is fine. And my little sister who's three, it's, it's her wardrobe is is a lot of hand-me-downs and a lot of charity shop buys, which I think when you're that young, it really doesn't matter. doesn't really. Um, but yeah, style is something that you ha- that you sort of have with you, I guess, your whole life and that you, you can kind of, it's something that, even though you, your style can change, it's, it, is a, it is a constant. Whereas I guess fashion is something that changes all the time and it's, it's constantly like chopping and changing and someone will wear something and people will buy it because someone's worn it and I think that that's the difference between the two I think style is being able to sort of put something together yourself and fashion is kind of 
it sort of moves with the times and you you can you can be fashionable and not be stylish maybe i think if that yeah it's very true like so like i gave you the example the other day when i saw this dude in the train station he's wearing like these green sort of velour tracky bottoms and then like a pinky purple stone island puffer jacket and like that's very fashionable like do you know what i mean that big stony coat yeah. like he had a nose ring um i don't like a nose ring I, i'm i'm like i still run girls but i don't really like them on boys um uh, that's yeah sorry but um but he and, and he had these big chunky trainers on like all the items individually were like kind of hype beast grail items you know like there'd be shit that people would be like oh shit son um but he looked he just looked silly he looked a bit daft um yeah i think that's that happens a lot when people will pick out five items and their it might their wardrobe might have like that for that day might have cost in excess of a thousand pounds yeah, yeah. and it's almost like each item is quite cool but when you wear them all together it looks sort of silly you look so you look you look like a like a soundcloud rapper i guess really yeah and a lot of them like you're a bit of a soundcloud rapper though well <laughs> no, i don't know if joking. that's a diss or no, i'm joking it's fine you know um i feel like a lot of people kind of i don't know why but travis scott's just in my head at the moment and i feel like people just I think Travis Scott's kind of stylish in a way. I think Travis Scott is stylish, but I think but I think it would be silly him. to say that he wasn't. I think he definitely is. But I think, yeah, p- people copy and his kind of to style. To a certain degree, you can get away with wearing some of that shit if you are Travis Scott. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course you can because you're Travis Scott. Yeah. But I think when you're 14 and you're from... You're from East London. Well, not and even East London. Just like fucking somewhere... Anywhere. Like fucking Margate. Yeah, if you if you're 14 and you're from Margate and you you dress like Travis Scott, you probably look a bit stupid. You just look a bit silly, really. And also, if you're 14, and you're from Margate and you can afford to dress like well, your parents can afford to dress you in, like Travis in clothes Scott. like Travis Scott. <laughs> I think that's even more that's even more ridiculous. Um, yeah. And you see a lot of that, like a lot of really young, really young kids dressed head to toe. Really like, young. Really young. Well, like 13. Yeah, that's fucking young though, man. You're not making an income when you're 13. Because when I was... Really. Th- <laughs> I, I wasn't. Um, like, when I was 13, I, I was in, in the depths of an emo phase. So, like, I was oh, really God. grateful my mum bought me a, my first pair of skinny jeans. Um, they're actually girls' jeans. Uh, <laughs> we were in TK Maxx and I tried them on and I liked them, so he bought them. And it later transpired that they were girls' jeans. Uh, and I had the Metallica Converse. They're oh, pretty no. cool. Um, and what else did I have? A fringe. Oh, yeah, I had a big fringe. Big mop. It's kind of like Beatles hair, but without the Beatles. Really. I didn't go through the emo phase, which I'm quite, I'm quite pleased what, to say. Did you have like a style phase? I wouldn't say so. You didn't have a style phase at all? Um, did you have like a streetwear phase, kind of? <laughs> did you ever wear a snapback? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never wore a snapback. No. I did want to buy one, actually, and I didn't. I bought some. I am glad, because I tried one on, and they did look ridiculous. And there, there yeah. probably is a picture of me somewhere with, like, taking a selfie with a snapback on. And I'm glad that I, that I didn't ever buy one. Have you, um, you, have you heard of Mishka? You know the brand Mishka? Like, streetwear brand, Mishka? I'm not sure. I don't think so. You are Eastern European, so you probably should have heard of them. <laughs> um, it's, it, they're really bad streetwear brand. Really, like... Like tacky graphic. You know what? No, no hate to Mishka. Hold tight, the designers. But um, really gaudy, like tacky uh, streetwear. Like kind of 
uh, with Khalifa like black and yellow era type oh, shit. No. Yeah. Um, it's not a good look. No, nah, it's not. I had a lot of that. That was kind of after the emo phase. The first thing I went into this like streetwear phase. It's kind of when I first really got into hip hop music and uh, just looked really really silly to be honest. But um, snapbacks. That was a weird moment, wasn't it? I think. I think maybe I did go. I did. I went through a bit of a. I, I say I, I went through a phase. I still. I still really enjoy a puffer jacket. Yeah. I went through a puffer jacket phase, and I wanted one in every color. And was this I, before most white girls started wearing them? Just before or during? Uh, I, I'm not. I would say before. You were ahead of the curve. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I did. I mean, I had a pink North Face when I was eleven. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, puffer. Cool. That is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and I broke the zip because I'm really clumsy and my grandma fixed the zip. So it then had a grey zip, which meant it was actually custom. It was a one because of one. There wasn't, yeah, yeah, it was one of a kind. Um, and I handed that down. Dead stock. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, and I have a black one now. And I, I, I did, oh, actually I had, a, I had one from Gap as well um, that was blue that I did wear all the time with a pair of white Air Force. And a pair of baggy trousers. Sounds pretty swag. That was pretty much my outfit for the year. Yeah. Um, or even in July. Uh, I just took the coat off in July. Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, I wouldn't really say I went through a phase. Must have got a bit smelly, that outfit, if you weren't all year. No, I mean, it, variations of the same outfit. Oh, that's good. That's a relief. Um, yeah, I don't think I had a, a phase or anything like that, I wouldn't say. That's quite impressive, actually. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I always dressed well, because <laughs> I definitely didn't. I mean, so I didn't know you back then, so it's, it's, it's impressive. It's either impressive that you never had a phase, or it's impressive that you lack the self-awareness to realise that you didn't have a phase. I'm hoping it was the former. I... I think... I, I, you know what? I take, I'll take your word for it. I think you did, probably didn't have a phase. I remember when I was 12, I wore... <laughs> I thought this outfit I, I still actually do think this outfit's really cool I wore a, a t-shirt which had loads of different uh, pairs of sunglasses drawn on it and a skirt that had flowers on it it was like a navy blue A-line skirt with like pink flowers on big block quite what's similar a, to Mar what's A-line? A-line so imagine an A yeah very flared so not not really but a bit kind flared. of sort of symmetrical and like, straight so if we're talking the angle from the centre probably about 30 degrees not quite 45 yeah. yeah oh yeah let's go with it yeah. um and a pair of yellow tights <laughs> wow and i thought this was a really cool outfit and somebody so did what, actually what take a picture of me in this outfit was but the t-shirt white t-shirt was white so we've got yellow yellow tights yeah a navy blue a-line skirt with flowers on it yeah and a white t-shirt white t-shirt with loads of sun so uh, you must have looked a bit like florence from florence and the machine I, I you know what i actually think that i looked that i looked quite Pretty i looked swag. all right yeah um, and there was a picture of me in the outfit, but it's it's not a picture that I will ever be able to retrieve. Like, it's somebody else took it. It's always long gone. Yeah. It's one from the archives. Should, one from the archives. Yeah. Should maybe try and do, like, a draw, draw a recreation of it or something at some point. I probably would wear it again, maybe just with with a different pair would of Would you tights. put it in your in your lookbook, in your 2019 lookbook? 19 summer, spring, summer. Spring summer look, but yeah, yeah. Well, I would let's, say let's get so. cracking on, and we'll get it. We'll get. <laughs> I'll send it off to my artist, and we'll get it. We'll get it in the works. That was one of my most memorable. And also, I'd wear things, and I think people would always be like, "That's really weird." And I think then, if someone said something that I was wearing was weird, it just made me want to wear it more. Yeah. Um, 
And my mum still had a big influence on what I wore. Not in like, I think you should wear this, but just as... You looked as like, up to what she wore. Yeah, like I liked the, the things that she wore and the things that she picked out. And we spent a lot of time in Jigsaw. Um, and, jig, and, and they had like a this amazing children's department and it was really regal in the jigsaw shop in Birmingham. It's on, what's the name of that road? It's called, is it Needless? Needless, Needless Alley, yeah. Alley. Needless Alley. Yeah, it sounds I like something so from cool. Harry Potter. I think it's so cool. It's like Harry Potter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and my mum, we'd go upstairs and you'd basically have like a personal shopper um, and these women would be like, I think she should try this and this and I'd end up with like 10 lovely knitted cards. Did you, did you find like, it a bit overwhelming or did you really enjoy it? Um, I really enjoyed it but the, the difficult part is when people are you're little and people are telling you that they think things are great and you just hate them. And that that's hard because you're just like, I hate it and I don't want to wear it. But there's like five adults here telling me that it looks amazing. And even if when you're young, when you're when you're a child, even if someone's telling you something looks great, if you don't think it looks great, you don't think it looks great. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. But and I have fun memories of, of shopping with my mum. But I did end up with things that I didn't really want. I have this memory of um. You've just reminded me of saying like, when when everyone else is saying it looked good and you hated it, I must have been like eight or nine, and my mum bought me like a, a full Sergio Ticini tracksuit, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty sick. Um, there is actually a picture of me wearing it somewhere because um we did like a fun run, and I wore it for the fun run, um, and it looks pretty great. I look like I look like uh you know in the Sopranos. Sort of like those kind of tracksuits, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. old school Italian. Did you play tennis? Uh, I did play tennis, yeah. Not okay. Sadly, not in that tracksuit oh, very right, much, sorry. I don't think. Maybe once or twice. Um, but everyone was like, oh, you look really cool, you know? And I, I just thought, oh, I look like a stupid chav. I don't want to wear it. I don't <laughs> know if I knew what a chav was at that age, actually. Um, but I thought it looked really daft. Um, I think... I don't know how I feel about Sergio... Tacchini. I think it's probably Tacchini, to be honest with you, because it's Italian. But we'll we'll just say Tacchini because that's the generally accepted pronunciation. I. It's one of those things where it's one of those items that gets worn by a lot of people, and then it kind of sort of renders it redundant almost yeah like, I, get, I get what you mean it, 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 it holds this, no sort of flair yeah value. like because everyone's wearing it the same with like i think like the statement like burberry check because i really like the burberry check and like the the but I'd, I'd quite like a burberry scarf or you know i think that i think that that was once quite trendy yeah. and it's not now because no, everyone is. just bought one because people that would want to have something designer again it's pe- it's like people who don't really have any style well, potentially, or potentially people, you know, because obviously it was, was once stylish. Well, you know, there were, there were, to be fair, there were different stages of, of Burberry being popular. Yeah, and I think actually it's sort of made a bit of a, a comeback. Well, def- I was just going to say, like, the kind of rave, sort of wavy garments type um, type lot really adopted it, didn't they? I've got, I've got really bad pins and needles in my finger. Really? You should yeah. probably move your elbow. I reckon it's your, or your shoulder. I don't know. I need to swap. Yeah, swap hands. Go ahead. You're doing really well. You're holding the mic exactly where it needs to be. Um, ladies and gents, Daisy's just moving her microphone around. That's Hold why on. she's I need to go. temporarily absented herself from the conversation. I'm back. She's back. Back with a bang. <laughs> um, so, 
Yeah, so I, I, like the the wavy arms lot, the sort of Burberry shirts came back. Girls wearing Burberry skirts, which are fucking god awful in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, but then it's the same with like, I think a few years ago, loads of people started wearing the kind of sportswear that you would see that that sort of came out in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, and that you could have found like you could have gotten a charity shop really easily. And making it look really cool, and then all these brands started making their clothes look like, look like that, and then everything you you basically what, couldn't. What kind of stuff are you talking about? Like, like oversized Reebok jumpers and shit. Ca- no, I think that was a bit before. But if, for example, like, I mean, like after that, so things that I, I mean, I wouldn't really ever wear. So like, so like, for example, a really fitted tiny white adidas t-shirt with maybe like pink stripes on the on the top of the sleeves yeah something that like the spice girls would have worn right and yeah, the, yeah yeah and okay. that, so, that, like, i think that kind of that kind of style has really come back but then everyone's wearing it i think if you were to go to like a freshers fair or something now yeah, in yeah, like yeah. in like a, a trendy city like manchester or bristol that there would be a lot of that kind of thing um, um, I've got so I've got a theory about this kind of stuff. Like, do you think that comes as an extension from like normcore? Because some sometimes when I look at that stuff, it's like it's it's my my theory is it's supposed to look as shit as possible. Yeah, and that makes it look good. Yeah, but like and, very few people, in my opinion, do do make it look good. I think. Yeah, I think I think it's a really difficult one to pull off, and I think if you're if yeah, you've got to be able to sort of to. I mean, if you look good. If you're very attractive and you're very, you know, you can wear these things and they look they look great. But I think if you don't, I think if I wore them, I'd look ridiculous. Like if I don't think it would work. I mean, I've tried wearing that stuff and it does look pretty bad. Yeah. And again, you've got to be like, if you're going to wear stuff like that, you've got to make sure that everything else is really neat and tidy, like and stylized. You can't just, you know, and I know this might sound silly, but you've got your hair's got to be right and everything it's quite a stylized look even though it's sort of almost scruffy i guess it's got it it requires a lot of thought it's kind of like um it's kind of like you know people's hair it looks it looks like effortless or like they've just got out of bed but they've spent like 2 hours a long time on it, it. Yeah. yeah just like that um i was going to say something about it and i can't it's gone Like ah, oh, Balenciaga. Balenciaga oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is 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 a really good example of making clothes look shit, but really cool. How much vitriol you had when you said shit? Then like it's really, really mental. Like it. I, I don't know if you've seen like those hoodies. The I hoodies, think I showed yeah. them to you actually with the with what looks like a supermarket logo yeah, on so them. For those of those who haven't seen these, the, this, the hoodies we're talking about, just what would you, what would you search for? Balenciaga like supermarket hoodie? I'd just say Balenciaga hoodie. They do come up, and you'll know which one so it, they it's are straight away. Looks like they've done their own version of like the Safeways logo. Or, yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, a good and it's just kind of there's a small print of it. Is it, it's not even embroidered, is it? Is no, it I don't think so. And it's just on the left chest. Yeah. And, and on the back as well. And on the back, right. Yeah. And it's just a plain hoodie with this. You can buy tracksuit bottoms and I think a tracksuit top as well. And it, I mean, if you just, it look, it looks like you've gone to, you've gone on holiday and someone's selling knockoff Balenciaga. Like really bad. Faith. And I think that's why, that's sort of why they've done it. It's like ironic, but, it, and it, and it's worked, obviously everyone. If you walk into, um, if you walk into central Birmingham, all the Chinese students fucking the love really that shit, trendy, man. the really trendy Asian students that we we have we have a lot of them. Sorry, really I shouldn't cool. have said Chinese. I should have just said sort of 
Asian, really. Yeah, they're like you walk through town and they're just they're super cool and they're wearing these like Balenciaga hoodies. I think most and of them are make, Chinese, but they, by the way. Their style, they, they always look immaculate, like they, which which is why I think they can wear those kind of hoodies. They, you know, they always look perfect. They've always got an incredible pair of trainers on. There's always some serious drip game, like serious yeah. drip, like designer footwear, designer backpack. Design everything, crazy hair. I total up their outfits, like how much they must cost in my head when I see them sometimes, and they they are expensive. And also everything that they wear, they look box fresh like every day. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's quite so a true. skill. Like it's it's quite a skill too. Have you noticed as well they they all smoke cigarettes? Like they all fucking smoke cigarettes. <clears throat> what happens if I do that? You do what? This. Um, if you say a P, or so just for the. Record. Oh, it would just say P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, it's just mic 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 issues there. Sorry. Um, talking of mic issues, actually, star-related, um, was at work the other day, Mike walked in. Do you see him looking like a fucking rock star? With his hair. With the sunglasses, the hair and the peacoat. He's a really cool My guy. God, he looked good. He does look amazing. I think, yeah, he's, he's, he looks great. Was that his girlfriend that he was with? Yeah, she used to be a chef. Pretty girl, nice looking. She's nice. Um, she was wearing dungarees, if I remember rightly. Yeah, the thing is, is that she has got quite, she's quite small, very petite. Yeah. Short hair, pretty, yeah, and I think is able to pull off that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. I think I personally. Yeah, I kind of. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, Mike's a Mike's a very cool guy. Yeah, this guy we work with. Um, I was on the bar at work, and this dude walks in the front door. Obviously, a bit hungover, hair freshly cut, pushed back, fresh trim, fresh trim, pushed back. Some sort of hair source, sunglasses on, peacoat open, collar pop. His peacoat is actually it's pretty banging, isn't it? It's yeah, it was a gift from his parents. Ah, um, and it's a it's a very nice it's coat. Kind of, it's Ted Baker, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's but it's a very it's a very well it's very nice. Lovely lining. Yeah, and white t-shirt, peacoat, collar pop. And as he walked in, he kind of he still had his shades on. He looked around a bit and just went, "Fucking, I'm so fucking hungover." Just a <laughs> fucking rock star look, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" He's got a lovely face. He's got a pretty he? good face. He's got a nice face. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a he's a lovely guy. Likes a. I feel like so if you're talking about aesthetics and like smoking for an aesthetic, I feel like the sort of the humble double vodka cranberry forms a fairly integral part of Mike's aesthetic overall. Yeah, I would say so. In a good way. I mean that in a good way. In the same way that a martini forms part of James Bond's aesthetic. Yeah, he needs a he needs a double vodka cranberry to get him through any um. Yeah, any just shift. do a, do a you know double vodka cranberry. He always says that to me, but do his vodka cranberry. Don't yeah. stop at a double. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what you got, mate? Cranberry juice? He's like, yeah, a bit of vodka in there. <laughs> yeah, that's he's a it. funny guy. Yeah. But yeah, he's quite like, I wouldn't say he's proper into his into his style and his fashion, fa- but he looks good. He, just yeah, look, yeah. he looks really good. Yeah. Um, Sam was telling me the other day about apparently this girl once was absolutely terroring him for having his dad's shoes on, in her words. Oh. Um, he does wear winkle pickers. He, he's all right. I think he knows. I think <laughs> you can't judge somebody by what. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to totally contradict myself. <laughs> I judge everybody by what they've got. On yeah, their feet. I th- I th- on their feet. Um, yeah. Oh, that's not good for me. I wear some battered shoes. No, I don't mind if they're battered. Really? Yeah. But it's just, I do, I will make a strong judgment on somebody based on their shoe. What do you think is the shoe that you judge people for the, the most heavily? A rubbish, like, 
a rubbish shoe shoe. Like if you've got a cheap brogue or something like that or a, a, a crap shoe, a, a naff shoe. Yeah, a yeah, shit and top I, I think, shoe. Yeah, I think everyone looks at your... You can, like a shoe is really important. I think a shoe is like an integral part of any outfit. Like this you can wear all plain. You can wear yeah, nothing. Exactly. You can wear and that's a big thing. And if you've got a cool shoe on, for it, like sneakerheads, that's all they'll do. They'll just be like jeans, black or white tee, and, and then a pair of cool trainers. Like I used to watch this guy called uh, Always Fresh Apparel on YouTube. Dude's fucking. He's doing all right now, actually. Uh, Jacob, his name Jacob, Jacob J Keller. Um, and he used to make fucking like just like we were chatting about earlier that shit Wiz Khalifa streetwear era type stuff. He used to make videos about like buying those of those clothes. Um. But he he had this quote once, and it was like, yeah, you got the plain white tee, you got the white cargos, and then the red shoes, they just pop, they just pop. And that's always stuck with me. And like we've sort of, it, It's a good job we've got the pop filter. Yeah, it's a good job we've got the pop filter. And it sort of became a meme amongst me and a couple of my mates who also watched him. Who just talked about, like, they just pop. But it's true. If you, if you, you can let the shoes, shoes do all the important. talking, yeah. Um, and Sam, it's Sam... It's got a good shoe head on him. I didn't realise he's into his but, Yeezys, isn't he? Yeah, he's proper into his. He's proper into his. Tra- he's like he likes his Jordans. He likes his Jordans. He's got. He's got a uh, Jordans. He, he's got the blue and white off-white Jordans. Ah, crikey! Yeah, he won the raffle. He won the raffle. Yeah. Um, win a yeah, he came, he came into work and he was uh, probably the happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think they're still in the box, like not unlaced. Really? Yeah, like Bloody hell. Yeah, he could he could get a bit a bit of dough for he those. Could get a bit of wonga, a bit of wedge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a cool guy. But I mean, the shoes. He, I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to judge him by the shoes that he wears to work. Because I guess if yeah, you're working work somewhere where it. your shoes are going to get ruined, you don't want to wear a yeah. nice pair of shoes. But um, he's a cool guy. Yeah. He likes his workwear. Yeah. He wears like you know. Yeah, he likes his skate brands. Yeah, he does. He's a skater, didn't he? Polar. Yeah. Things like that. Polar's the oh. only one that comes to mind, but he does definitely. He, he wears a lot of Nike SB, well. I think. Do you, do you ever look at like Rip and Dip? No. Very like stonerish sort of hippie skate brand. Um, I've been chatting about that recently. They're pretty cool. Pretty nice tie dye. Like, I wouldn't wear it personally, but like for the era during the peak odd future years, sort of. That's yeah. Kind of pretty, pretty sick. Um, okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about music and style. Okay. Because something we've talked touched on briefly, um, previously, and um, I think. We've, we've established that music definitely informs style. So does film. We talked about film as well. But um, let's focus on music for now. So, like, can you can you think of some ways in which your taste in music has sort of influenced or, like, informed your style, whether indirectly or directly? We talked about um, Travis Scott earlier. Like, those kind of guys have a big influence on, um, on pop culture and fashion. Yeah. But, like, personally... Who or what or and how has music influenced your style? I'm trying to think whether people take influence from the music itself or from the artist. Probably and I think, a bit of both. I, I think guess. that I think it is a bit of both. I think, but I think that potentially more the artist, or and if it is the music, then it might be more of a subconscious thing rather than, you know, I guess you you see the artist, you see what they wear, people, you know. Um, I think, in terms of genre. Maybe not so. Well, actually, no. It's still, it's still quite pre- like prevalent. But I think, I think hip hop and rap and and R and B had a massive impact on on fashion and style. And when when it was sort of 
when it, well, that was all kicking off. And I think like sort of baggy trousers and stuff like that. And then I guess we, I think we spoke about this, like sort of skatewear, like some 41. I think that, that, I think that there was sort of almost like there were a lot of cliques and I think the boundaries between those now are a lot more sort of shaded. I think they're, they're not as clear. I think a lot of things kind of sort of, you can, I feel like, you can trace all the influences. Like back. you'll get a lot of rap artists that wear a lot of skatewear yeah, and we stuff like that. It's whereas, kind of weird, really. When yeah, you think about and I, it. and I think the two, those sort of two styles have there is a they mix quite a lot. Like there's quite a lot of um, I've lost I've crossover. Lost words. Yeah, there's Overlap. a lot. There's a lot of cro- there are a lot of crossovers between um, between both between both styles and both genres. Um, that would be, I think that would be the, one of the most sort of significant eras and genres of music for, for fashion and style now. Um, but then I guess if you look like as far back as things like the Beatles and stuff, like they, when they were in their prime, and people wanted to look like them. And then the same with the Spice Girls, like people dress like the Spice Girls and look like girl, girls went mad for like a crimped, a crimped hair and stuff like that. I can safely say I don't think well, I what ever hair, sorry. crimped. What's crimped? Have you not heard of crimped? No, I'm I'm a male, so I yeah. But you've got a sister. No, I, I I don't think I've heard of crimping. She her. might have been too young for the whole probably. Crimping. So she's two years younger than me, so she's nineteen, nearly twenty. Um, a crimp. So you you buy a crimper. I mean, I don't know that much about this because I think I had my hair crimped once or twice. I never I've heard had the word crimp about a thousand times, but I still haven't, still haven't got. A clue Basically, what it is. you you sort of clamp your hair, and it it almost would make your hair your strand of hair into like a zigzag so it's like really small i don't even want to say curls like really small waves oh um, okay i can't I feel like i'm not explaining it very well but i, I think most people know will know what about. it is yeah. i think it's just you um but yeah like the whole the whole crimping thing and like having a strand of red in your hair and um dressing like sporty spice and you know crop tops and all that kind of thing yeah um so i think people do generally sort of take after the artist or, or are influenced by artists maybe more than more than the music itself um yeah because i think i was just thinking about like how would style and i I was thinking if i looked at your style sort of fairly minimal sort of let's call it scandinavian influence type thing i'd probably have you down as like a minimal tech no fan do you know what i mean but, I don't know how I feel about that. But then you're definitely not. You like music. You like much sort of different music than that. I know. I'm. You know, it's not my. It's not my cup. Of I tea. do sometimes think that what I wear doesn't really. You couldn't really understand what kind of film or mu- well, music I, I like from what I wear. As well, sometimes really. And then I do look at other people and I think, what music are they into? And I always try and work it out. And you. And then soon realise that you're like you can't tell. Really. Well, then you get people who are like they're into hip hop, but they're also into like fucking hardcore and metalcore and shit. Yeah. So they dress like Supreme, like skatewear. There's a big crossover between like hardcore and skate. Obviously, I think a lot of skaters yeah. get into hardcore. So because I think they did a long time ago. I think that's something that they've probably listened to since yeah. they were a lot younger. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's so it's kind of difficult as well because you because ha- like you said, there's all those crossovers to kind of identify which tribe sort of you know someone's a member of. Without actually talking to them. Yeah. But yeah, I think definitely, I think kind of though the music in a sense does. I mean, if, yeah, of course it will. It just, I just think it's more mm, of a, yeah. a sort of subconscious. It's all kind of bundled together with influence. the artistry, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 
like cause the other thing I mentioned the other day was like Sad Boys thing with like Young Lean and I, you, I, I don't know how you missed fucking Young Lean and Sad Boys like the cloud I don't think thing. I mind that I missed it should I mind um, it's pretty you should check out I, I, I like Young Lean's got some bangers man like Kyoto that's a big tune uh, Yoshi City uh, Ginseng Strip uh, he's got a lot of, lot of big tunes Oreo Milkshake that's a bit of a banger and the new stuff's a bit weird oh I've, now you just made me want a milkshake <laughs> Oh, there's actually a McDonald's at the end of your there room, is. isn't there? There is. I'll take you to the drive-thru if you want. <gasps> Were you actually? Yeah, I'll get one That's as great. well. That's great. You've just made my day. Um, so, yeah. Um, Young Lean was like... So, for those who don't know Young Lean, Swedish dude. Um, must be, He probably rose to prominence nearly five years ago now, really. Uh, and he had these just, like, fucking tripped out sort of... Um, so Young Lean, in my opinion, I might might be wrong here, I'll have to be corrected if I am, but it seems to me like he's kind of the precursor to like all these cloud rappers. So like Space Ghost Perp, uh, Denzel Curry to some extent, um, and even by extension like Lil Pump, um, all these Xanax popping motherfuckers. Because Young Lean, I'd, he probably had influences before, so I'm probably being ignorant, but... Do you like Lil Pump? Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent to Lil Pump. Um, I'll tell you who I do like. I like Ski Slump, Ski Master Slump God. I think he's pretty cool. I think they're both from the same part of Florida. If I'm, I might be really wrong, but I think so. But Lil Pump to me seems just kind of like um, I just find him. I don't know. I just, I just it's not really my my kind of thing. I like a lot of that kind of music, but yeah. What about you? Do you like him? Um, I think it's a a matter of neither like nor dislike, really. I don't like the name. Why don't you like Lil Pump? I don't know. I just don't think it's very... Um, I feel like a lot of people just put the word Lil in front of a word. <laughs> hope that very it true. Sounds okay. And I but just then again, that... indie bands just used to put the word V in front of something. Is that any better? What do you mean? The vaccines, the virgins, the kinks. No, the kinks aren't an indie band. But the vaccines... The kinks. Firstly, the kinks, the kinks out. doesn't have a V in it. And secondly, you can't leave. refer to the kinks as a little No, no, no. I said V. V, not V. The. Oh, V? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. but then you use the vaccines and then. Yeah, I'd... the vaccines, the virgins, uh, the who's. Oh, and just put a the. Okay, um, The wombats, etc. etc. Et I mean, is that any better than Lil Peep, Lil Yossi, Lil Pump? No, no, no. I like Lil Yossi. Though. I like Lil Yossi. <laughs> but have you heard the new Gigs album? Bits of it. So the the verse that he's dropped on that is 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 not good. It's not it's not good at all. Oh. Um, I like um, Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota's a good tune. That's yep. off Little Boat, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coldland Minnesota. There's that one. Cold yeah. Light, yeah, that's a good tune. I like that one. Um, it's a cute little album, that isn't it? Yeah. See, I think that if you if you if you saw me, you wouldn't think that I listened to Lil Yachty. Uh, no, probably not. But Which I, goes I, back to I guess would. what we were, what we were saying is that you, yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you can sort of sort of gauge what kind of. And it's not like a lot of people talk about culture, pop culture being homogenous, but or homogenized. But I think it's more like it's just people's tastes because they have so much more access. People's tastes yeah. are so much more varied now. Um, which is like this whole like emo rap thing, like fucking X and uh, and I guess Lil Pump is an extension of that as well. But like all this sad, sad rap stuff, which again, in my opinion, dates back to Young Lean because they were called Sad Boys and shit. But um, 
It's all, a lot of people theorise it's because they have access to lots of different types of music because, like, kids from the hood wouldn't have normally listened to, like, fucking sad emotional music yeah. or whatever. Um, what about films? Can I just also, sorry, before we go off, have you ever seen Lil Yachty's, like, Puma commercials? No. Fucking great. Really cool. What, the shoe? Or the, or the yeah, he did Puma suede, but also, like, I think he had a tracksuit with him. I can't remember, but really, really cool. Really cool advert. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Film. Let's talk about film. Um, we spoke a bit about film. I think that, I think that film is really, really crucial and important to to fashion and style. Um, and I think. Do you mean that it, at an individual level, or like a like a creative level? Um, I guess in an in an, on an individual on a like it's it's very important to me. Like I, I remember I I, I watched Stand by Me. It's one of the one of the most. It was, it's, it's practically my favourite film. It's one of my one of my favourite films. And um, I watched it and River Phoenix had on this pair of white Converse, which is just really simple. And he was wearing a white T-shirt with a pair of light, uh, like um, very light wash um, jeans and a pair of white Converse. And then I just was like, I need a pair of white Converse. Um, and I think my first pair of Converse were red, which was fine. Um, I thought it was going to be a pair of total nineties because <laughs> I really Old wanted some fucking total nineties. I really man. wanted some total nineties, and my my dad bought me a pair of shoes, and he was like, "It's not what you think it is." And I remember opening it, and for the same level that I was disappointed it wasn't total nineties, I was just as excited that it was a pair of red Converse. Um, yeah, it was I great. think you're probably better off with the Converse. I'm oh yeah, definitely. I was just a, just, a little just, kid and I was an idiot. Just like. so that no one thinks I'm dissing total nineties, I would never do such a thing. I had a pair. They're amazing. Uh, the quality. All the all the boys at school had a pair, and I thought they were. The, I was like, they are a cool shoe. Did you think you were um, going to get a cool boyfriend if you had the same? No, shoe? I just I did not at all. It was not. It was at the not at the forefront of my mind. Um, I just thought I'd be better at football. <laughs> and were you? No. Did you ever get? A pair? I didn't get a pair. You never got a pair. No. Maybe one day. Oh, sad. They still make them. I'm pretty sure they don't, but um, I actually did look on eBay. I found a Total 90 t-shirt on eBay a while ago, but I thought it'd probably been used quite a lot. It might be a bit yeah, sweaty. Yeah, smelly. Um, what I'll do, when I'm when I'm rich and famous, um, I'll hook it up. I'll collab with Nike and I'll get some Total 90s out there. I'd really like a pair. I'd quite like to custom, you know, you can do the whole custom Nike ID thing. Yeah. I'd get a custom pet, but then they're, they're not. Unless you're playing football, they're not a really cool, versatile shoe. I wouldn't say. Like I think I don't think I could really pull them off now. <laughs> and people said that about Uggs, and then rappers started wearing Uggs. I think you know what. I would really like an ankle. I just a like just ankle, not the higher pair. An ankle pair of Uggs in a red or a blue, real Uggs. I would really like some, and I think that they'd look all right. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really like Uggs. I wouldn't wear them on me. They're very comfy, I'm sure. They are comfy. Um, but they are just slippers, though, and I think that's what was weird about it. My auntie's Australian, and she found it really weird that everybody in England wore them out the house because in Australia they're everyone's slippers. It's an Australian brand, right? Yeah, and they wear them as slippers, and she'd be like, you guys all wear your Uggs outside the house, and it's really weird. It's kind of like sliders, really, as well. Like sliders, like socks and sliders is like a thing. Socks and designer sliders. I do like sliders. I love sliders. I I don't have a pair. I think my Birkenstocks are like my equivalent of a slider, but they're, they're not, not really. They're not sliders. Yeah, but you do slide them on. No, they're not sliders. 
well. I like your justification though. Yeah, I might get a pair of sliders, and they're really cheap. Um, sorry, I've gone like really off topic. Um, I think I think film is really important and really significant, and also I think that so many films are really stylish whilst managing to be historically accurate. Um, which I think is interesting. And then you get ones that aren't so historically accurate, but but on purpose, so that sort of have their own, like, universe almost, like Tarantino and sort of Wes Anderson and, and Baz Luhrmann and stuff like that. And I think those kind of films are really important and I've always found really interesting in terms of, in terms of style and fashion. Um, but I think the films like things like Stand By Me and like you were saying about Ryan Gosling weren't you yeah man like um, just Ryan Gosling in general has got great style but in I love in Drive that um, that jacket he wears with the scorpion on the back yeah no, that's one of, Drive's one of my favourite films and yeah. I get a bit of stick for that sometimes it's a good film but um, I no, like it's it good, I think it's a very good I film I think it's great I suck that um, is it can, can, what's his name the Nightcore song the Kandinsky, Kandinsky? I want to say Kandinsky or Kandinsky. What the real human being? That tune. No. Oh. London Grammar did it. The one what? Night call. London Grammar. I don't know if they did it first. I don't know. Um, to be honest. That song's in it. And it's you heard cool. uh, Zane Lowe did a rescore of it once. Of what? Of of Drive. He rescored no, he the film. Was it awful? It was really good. Oh. No, it was really good. Uh, it was, it was it took a darker, more electronic turn. Um, I actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought, it was, do you not like Zane Lowe? I mean, he's alright. I'm not. I'm kind of indifferent to be honest, but um, he's on. What's he on now? The uh, on Beats One, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. With um, Julie, Julie Adenuga. Julie Adenuga. She's cool. It's alright. Yeah. What a successful trio. trio. Yeah. Yeah, I find them quite interesting. I was, I was, um, I was reading once about about them because they don't they have uh, another brother as well. I'm not sure. I thought it might have just been the three of them. Uh. Um, because they they're from a, a less advantaged background. Well they're um, from um Meridian Estate in Tottenham, which is didn't know that. There's a there's a good for anyone who's into into grime or anything like that, you should look at uh I think it's called Blue Murder on uh YouTube documentary and President T Skeptors are in it. I think Jamie's in it for a moment as well. Um but yeah, it's it's a, if you want to get it sort of a picture of how gully their beginnings are, then you should watch Blue Murder. Sorry, well, carry on. They were I can't remember if it was um JME or Julie Adnuga. It wasn't Skepta, who was saying um that if they wanted to they liked music and they loved it, but they didn't really have a lot of stuff. And when they were little if they wanted if they if if they wanted to hear a certain song, they'd have to create it because they didn't they didn't have the means to listen to it or for example you know it wasn't it wasn't it hadn't been written so it was really interesting because it was that's, almost like they had to sort sick, of which it's really cool and i always sort of think about that because i I'd, I'd be looking for a certain item of clothing i'd go shopping and be like i want with no idea if anyone stocked it ever and be like 
I want a jumper. This is hypothetical. A jumper that's pink with um, a yellow collar, yeah. for example. Yeah. I don't want that kind of jumper, but I'd go into town looking for it. And I always think, I'm just going to have to make it because because it doesn't exist. And I and I I didn't obviously, but um but that's that's sort of that was their outlook on on music and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I've had that with with clothes before and it's really frustrating actually when you can't find it, isn't it? And you you but you always think it must exist. Someone must, Someone have, must have had this brilliant this. fucking idea. Yeah. And you and it doesn't and that's I I hate that. Um I did I did want to learn how to sew to try and like make my own stuff, but I just thought that it would just take too long yeah um it almost certainly would probably take too long um one second what's happened um we talk quite a long time Um, yeah, I think it might have just crossed an hour. Has it? Maybe potentially, yeah. Um, okay, so I think I think if, even if it's not, it's it's at least half an hour, so it's probably probably got enough material here. Okay. So, um, I think a good sort of I'm going to ask you a quick question to wrap it up. Okay. So at the moment, uh, yeah, if you had to design one item of clothing that doesn't exist that you want, um. What would you What would you get? What would you get made? So say, let's say, fucking Christian Dior standing there in front of you, and you're like, "Bitch, you got to make me X okay. item clothing." What's it gonna be? You're gonna hate my answer. Um, I drew a pair of joggers that I wanted a long time ago. Is this the picture I've seen? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, a pair of so that there's there's two materials, and one is towel toweling. Woo! <laughs> and one is uh well you know what if they're being made for me i'm gonna say velvet i was gonna go velour but we're gonna go, velvet. go fucking velvet mate yeah um it's really they're really hard to describe Alternative so panels yeah panels Strips. so stripe stripey but yeah they will go stripey horizontal stripes yeah, so I'd, the way i describe it let's say ankle to upper shin bone would be towel yeah then upper shin to just past the knee would be velvet yeah and then etc etc. So basically, big block horizontal stripes going all the way up the joggers, but like quite large stripes, alternating orange toweling and burgundy velvet. <laughs> and <laughs> no, for some reason, nowhere stocks them. Um, bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's great because you could you can uh, you can dry your hair on the towel, and yeah. then you can sort of if you'd like, you could rub your hand on the velvet bit in like nice little sensation. Yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't advise it, but you could. But yeah, that that would be that would be my item. And what, Baggy, and what like, would you lovely... call it? And what would you, what would your brand be called? Do you know what? Oh, I know the name of my brand. What is it? Um, if I had a clothing brand, it would be called uh, Illichi. My surname is Illich. Um, is actually, at one point, I wanted it to be called Illichi Fleur because Fleur is my little sister's middle name, and Illich is our surname. Illichi Fleur is not bad, actually. But then I thought I just wanted it to be shorter. So yeah, fair play. You could have a uh, like another line called Fleur. Yeah, maybe like a Fleur range. Fleur range. <laughs> um, yeah, because I went to I when I uh, I went to Croatia. I'm my family's Serbian. I went to Croatia, and the little village that 
they are from is called Paginet and there's like a road sign and it is like a proper road sign and it sort of says, it, well, it does say Illichi on it and it points because that's where they all lived. So ah, it's almost like that's where... Illich town. That's where the Illiches lived. It's, it means the Illiches. The Illiches. Illiches. yeah. So it's like the Fockers but with Croatians. Yeah. And a different... Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so that would be the name of it and that, that would be the... That is the item. And what would you call the, the pant? I might have it written down. Hold on one moment. The towel pant? Just um, I've just noticed as well that you're called Daisy and your little sister's called Fleur. No, that's her middle name. Ah, uh, never mind. Sorry. I thought it was both going to be flowers. No, um, her name's Romilly, which is actually kind of like a um, a, a Welsh seaweed of some sort. <laughs> I think you got the better one there. <laughs> so it's still a plant, I guess. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm holding on. Are you ready? I'm ready. The Samba Trousers track pants. The Samba Trousers track pants. <laughs> and uh, with that, Daisy, thank you very much for thank joining you. me. Um, appreciate your insights as always. And yeah, just say bye to the uh, say bye to the listeners. Say bye bye. Go on. <laughs> bye. Thank you very much. There we go. Nice Thanks for having me. Gratitude. No problem. Right. Toodle pip. Bye. <laughs>